me hold you tight. Come on, if only for one night, let me keep you near to ease away your fear. It would be so nice if only for one night. Very long piano interlude. <laughs> I won't tell a soul. No one has to know. Oh, yes. If you want to be totally discreet. Oh, yes. I'll be at your side. If only for one night. Yes. Give me performance theatrics. We can always count on Uncle Luther, Auntie Luther, for the performance theatrics. That's why I love, I told you I love Live in Radio City. Now, you know that is my album. Okay. One of my absolute. So I was on a. So. One of one, so uh, we, I told you all about the casino weekend on the pre-show, mm-hmm, so you can go mm-hmm, check it out mm-hmm. there. Check it out. But we had some really, really uh, fun moments, you know, because it was a small road trip. Mm-hmm. So outside of like getting to stop and eat breakfast and mm-hmm. like enjoy one another, you know, during the day, mm-hmm. and, um, we played music in the car, right? Love that. And so we're playing our good feel good music, which was a whole lot of Fifth Element. We listened to a lot of Fifth Element. <laughs> of course, it's just good feel good music. Yeah, <laughs> those were some magical ass niggas. And then, <laughs> so then you know you have to remember that I'm married to, um, a real nigga first and foremost. There is. <laughs> is there a real nigga? Is there an hit around? I'm a real nigga. How may I help you? Uh, <laughs> How may I be of service? I mean, be of service. Um, outside of being a real nigga, you know, who was doing certain things at a certain time, running these streets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm also married to a Caribbean man, as you all. Oh know, yes, um, who wasn't particularly raised on a whole lot of the same music Fair. that I was. Understood. And so, you know, one thing Papa's been getting into is the good old R&B. He's like, yo, do you, like, they, nobody makes lyrics like these anymore. No, no, no. And, and I, I feel like, like so old when I say these things, but oh, I, that's I, I say said. all the time, you hear me say all the time, these niggas not begging like they no, used to. No, they not begging. When we, when so I saw Toya, a meme today, which was perfect. They said, yes. they said, I know the pussy had to be better back in the day because it would be five niggas on a track singing and not all of them was hitting. They was like, it would just be one, but his homeboys was backing him up. <laughs> Period. Because let me tell you something. And I was like, uh, right. When me and Toya went to the um, Babyface concert a few weeks ago, oh. uh, we were just, I was just overtaken by, yes. like you said, the lyrics. Yes. Because um, uh I said, you got to know, after seven, okay, slept on. The girls don't give after seven. They're just due. Last night. Listen. I was inside of you. 
was in the fourth grade and had no business. I had no, no concept of what that meant. I was inside of you. I was inside. That's wild. Okay. First of all, that's, making love that to is wild you. to say. But let me tell you I something. To your this. point. I'm sorry. <laughs> to your point, though. Ready or not, they say, I will give you the sun, the rain, the stars, stars the, moon, the moon, and the and mountains. the mountains. Okay. I will give you the world. And- and all that you wish for and, and even, even more. more. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I said, you're Chris Brown and girl, they, I love you more excuse than me. words can show. I and just, that's for show. I just yeah. like, th- these niggas are not, they're, they're just not coming lyrically the way that they used to come. And I, I know that I sound not, like somebody's great auntie and I'm okay I don't with care. That. Yeah, that's fine by me. I but, need a nigga uh, to beg for me like Carl Thomas. You know, I want to, five about, niggas I will singing. I the highest hill and cross the widest sea. Do you hear me? Nothing will discourage me. Do you hear me? <laughs> Nothing will discourage me. Listen. And I'll pray that you'll be always ever be forever but I loved it and you know me and Toya was clearly the youngest people at the concert but I was standing on my chair with them 60s and 70 year old women talking about ready or not like sister from my I already soul. told you I already told you when I was 22 I took myself to a Jeffrey Osborne concert cause you have <laughs> like there is such there is a place in Jay's heart there is for Jeffrey Osborne if you want to see Jay light up literally oh. illuminate from within Jeffrey it's over Jeffrey Stevie and Earth Wind and Fire period and um and Elton John he's yes. my white king okay okay because <laughs> that's another that's another video we have to have the footage of Jay singing Elton John down to the karaoke we've got oh. to post that Okay, because y'all don't know how much I love Elton. Okay, you and I. So when we were so so one of the challenges we were we were, we were like okay we, I'm, I said I'm gonna play you some music that I don't think that you've heard yet. I was like, and I'm gonna put you on to how these niggas sing, Period. like how they how they write for you. So I played him, you know, obviously a bunch of Luther, a bunch of stuff. But I said, but let me let me put you onto my White King, mm-hmm. and I played him. Uh, your song by Elton John, mm. and Elton John says in the song, um, "Hold on, let me pull up the exact line because because it's just oh, uh, um, hold it, it went away <laughs> as fast as it came." <laughs> I was like, it came and then it went. While you're looking, I was watching Project Runway. I binged season, I think, 14 of Project Runway. And they had uh, a challenge uh, that was inspired by Rocket Man, the movie. And so they (gasps) had to create a look. Oh, Rocket Man! (laughs) Rocket Man! And I was I like, just, Jay would completely lose her shit for this. Oh, I, I would. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. This is the line from your song. How wonderful life is while you're in the world. Like, come on now. We don't really deal come with on it. now. I told you that I got hit when I was watching recent, the last season of The Masked Singer, they had an Elton John night. <gasps> You need to go back. I'm going to find the episode. Uh, I'm going to find the season and the episode number. And I'm going to watch because it's on Hulu. I'm going to say you I'm going to send it to you. And I'm going to say you need to get to the Hulu and watch this immediately. 
Please. Because you are going to get your life. Because I found myself in the kitchen talking about... <laughs> yes! I Wait, said, oh my gosh! Hold on! They had a whole Elton John night. And I mean... This is you, just 30 seconds, but I'm going to watch it real fast. No, I don't want to hear the narrator. No, you have to. Oh, wait. I want to hear. Okay, there we go. Oh, wait. No, go back. It's so good. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. It's so Somebody good, give so me a good. snippet. Give me a wow, though. Oh, that's not enough. It's Wait, not enough, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. But it was- Oh my God, the macaw sings your song. Wait a minute. The I'm macaw, so sorry. Yes, the macaw. I remember Wait, that. okay, not you, Ad. Go away. Oh. Well, no, not another one. Hold on. You know add the girls got to get two. their coin down to the YouTube now. No, I have it, but I, because I went through the internet. Oh. <laughs> it's every time I go through the... Okay, hold on. It's funny. Yes. It was wild, though. Inside. It was so good. I'm not one of those who can easily hide. It's really okay, good. Okay, I'm sorry. I won't do that to you. But I just time, love but... that, you know, what you can't, it's undeniable because Elton John's catalog <clears throat> just crosses generations. Oh, God. Listen. Literally, it was so, like, literally, that's the stadium full of people. Everyone. Screaming Elton John at the top of their lungs. It was just a movement. Uh, he just he just transcends so many different. Uh, yes. I just love him. And I you know I don't know if you know the um, book series for kids, um, Little People, Big Dreams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they I've have like these it. big heads, um, but they tell like truncated stories. And so of course Noah has all that, but she got the Ella Fitzgerald, she got oh, the Harry Tubman. But I when I was Christmas shopping for them. I ran across a Stevie Wonder and an Elton John, Little People, Big Dreams. Oh, man. And I know you, you better was... believe, but I bought them both for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. Those are mine. You betcha. <laughs> you betcha I did. Oh, I love Elton John. But yes, I do have a 65-year-old man that lives inside of me. I mean, um, his name is Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and... He Ray is... Benjamin. <laughs> Harvey. His name is Harvey, but they call him Ray for short. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I and, and Harvey, Ray Benjamin lives inside of Jade. And if you put it's the true. right song on, Harvey is coming forth. You hear me? Let me tell you something. Give me my blunt, a.k.a. my cigar and, my, and a good tune. Please, <laughs> I just imagine like Jay, I just imagine Jay at the at the bowling alley. <laughs> Get our life. You know I love the bowling alley. <laughs> you know I love to bowl. <laughs> Jay is you are just the type of black person that got like bowling shoes and a bowling. I bag. have bowling shoes. <laughs> I have my own bowling shoes because I don't want to stick my feet. <laughs> I have my old bully. I have my old roller skates. <laughs> my grandma. My grandma also had her own bowling bag and bowling Ooh. ball and bowling shoes. 
Oh, I'm about to elevate my game and get she, me a bag and a she ball. She had a bag and she would carry it. And she used to bowl until her back got started to cut up. So she had to cut back oh. on the bowling. But I remember a time where we would frequent the bowling alley on Saturday yes. afternoons. Yes. And my grandma would be down there bowling. Mm. You hear me? Smells like processed cheese and cigarettes. And it's cigarettes. One of my and you know, my mother. Places. Would, and I told you that's when my mother would sit back. And fan like uh, Dominique Devereaux, like it, it smells terrible in here. I just don't understand how y'all are sitting here. It would be like, girl, it's your turn to bowl. Get I don't up. know. We're eating cheese fries. I said, like... We is over here eating this this processed square pizza. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> what girl, do you want? You want some onion rings, girl? What you want? Hey, go... Bowling alley onion rings. And bowling alley French fries are just cheese fries just specifically. That cheese Supreme. whiz, that cheese whiz, that hot cheese whiz. Oh, please! It's please. probably filled with MSG. I don't care. And I just imagine people. Bootsy probably got a cheese whiz thing in his house, like they got at the at the bowling alley. Bootsy has a hot dog maker, like the movies. <laughs> he got a popcorn machine and a cheese like whiz dispenser. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I believe it. He probably or got some icy frozen machine. pretzels. Yes, you and know the frozen does. pretzels in his in his freezer. <laughs> but guess what? He don't have a vegetable. Uh, listen, it don't be nothing but MSG in that kitchen. You better believe nothing. It. Maybe a little bit of fiber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we haven't even greeted the people. Praise the Lord. Praise uh, the Lord, niggas. Y'all doing all right? Minutes in. Thirteen minutes in. We we just be having a time. We do. Y'all is welcome. How you doing, sis? Mm. I'm well. I won't complain. I um, I'm quite exhausted. Mm. But you know, that's. I think that's just par bodily for the things this and part yes. for the course. Yeah. Yeah. And still trying to ease into this year. Like, I don't feel all the way present. I don't think yet. we should rush. I don't. I actually don't feel I like don't we should we at should all. Rush. You know, and I feel and I feel good about that decision. I actually. I'm very so, proud. I haven't. I was very intentional about not having any sort of work travel. For the mm -hmm. first month, for as long mm -hmm. as I can manage into the new year. And I have really enjoyed just reconnecting with my home, with my space, with myself, and really just yes. trying to get grounded so that yes. we can do what we got to do for the rest of the year. But listen, I'm well, I'm safe. I have what I need. That's I'm it. looking forward to um, a good show, a good conversation. It's good to be back around the kitchen table. Uh, feeling like we're slowly finding our rhythm and we'll yes. be back next week with another guest okay we've I've been enjoying yes. this time with my sister um, I'm excited for our guests next week they are going to yes. um come and enlighten us on some on some things that we need to be enlightened on I hear that and share some good information so you all make sure you stay tuned for that how are you doing sister no complaints. All is well. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited and looking forward to some rest this weekend. Yes. Um, and getting recharged. Yes. And hopefully getting somewhere and sitting down for a little while. I think I deserve that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a quiet weekend. I have had some busy weekends. Um, mm hmm you know, as I was talking all that shit about doing stuff I don't want to do. But, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff you got to do. Well, that's what <laughs> uh, you have to do, yes. But I am looking forward to a quiet weekend where I don't really have to do too much. Big I'm ready same. for one of those to come up soon. 
as we just came off the hills of a holiday. <laughs> right. And I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but I, and we just got off a vacation, but I was looking at the calendar today, like, when again is it time to go? Same, same. <laughs> I'm ready. I was like, ooh, I was like, so do we, we can skip a week when? Yeah. I'm <laughs> I like, like, we just, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find me some time uh, to go somewhere. <laughs> so same. I need same. that. Am I going anywhere anytime soon? I don't have any... Well, I have things, places to go for work, but I, I'm trying to think about scheduling me a good three, four-day weekend. I do have to go somewhere in a couple of weeks, and I was about to tell you, and then I said, there might be one person on this show who fucks it up, so I'll wait until afterwards. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I do have to go somewhere overnight, but that, you know, that's... Anywho. 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 So we have good conversation for you all this week per use. Make sure you all send your honesty box questions and all your information to hello at gettinggrown.co. Share your self-cares with us. Share your Sunday dinners. Send your honesty box yes. questions. And uh, make sure you check out the Patreon where you get the visual mm. version of this audio free. I mean, not audio free. Uh, ad, ad free. free. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and you know, follow us on the socials, uh, especially the Instagram, because you all support means something. If you feel like you've not seen our posts, then go back and look at a bunch of them and like them, and that they'll will come help. up in your algorithm. <laughs> that will help. <laughs> so, Thank you so much. Um, and is yeah, there anything wanna, that I forgot? You want to add? Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, I think we're we should head on to the kitchen table. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts, and not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Buenos noches. Welcome to the kitchen table. Hi, hi, hi. So, you know, this week, we want to talk about something that you all actively do when you hear this show. Yes, and we're grateful. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) From a thoughtful perspective, though, I feel like it's very timely, this conversation. Um, And so we're going to talk about the art of listening. Yes. So the definition of listening is to give one's attention to a sound. Mm. That is the definition. Notice that that definition does not include talking speaking <laughs> responding, <laughs> responding yes. no, no, no. <laughs> in yes. any way in that definition so i'm gonna ask you a question sister to start this off okay what does it mean to truly listen from your perspective i think 
uh, it's about ingesting sound in, in order to understand and appreciate mm-hmm. what is heard. I'm uh, when I think about actively listening. I want to engage with whatever it is that I might be hearing in a way that, you know, I could conceptualize or explain it or, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, understanding is sort of at the top of my mind when I think about listening. So, yeah, it is is about taking in sound, mm-hmm. um, taking in words mm-hmm. um, and seeking to get clarity or perspective insights about it. How about you? I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I actually 100% agree. I feel like it is because like you, it's sound, right? So it could mm-hmm. be conversation. It could be, or words from somebody <clears throat> actually not conversation. I want to put a pin in that, but it could be words from someone. It could be a song. Um, but I do think that it is, Outside of just hearing, right? The first thing I thought about was um, responding to somebody with an I hear you, right? Mm. Because you can hear all day, but are you listening to comprehend mm. what is being said? And are you? how are you processing that information as you're listening to it? So I think that would be, yeah, that would be what listening is from my perspective. I think we inge- we engage lots of sound, lots of words, lots of content by, Mm -hmm. you know, just in our culture, in our everyday practice. And one of the things that I feel that I feel like I am learning (laughs) or is um, I'm much more conscious of the older I get is Mm -hmm. everything does not warrant a response or a reaction immediately. Mm -hmm. And I find myself being okay with sitting with something of really sort of taking it in and processing mm-hmm. and thinking about it before responding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm getting mm-hmm. much more comfortable when I don't have a response, not feeling sort of a pressure. You know, it's okay to not have something immediate to say, mm-hmm. like to, to have something to say immediately uh, when you hear something. And sometimes sort of, you know, be, being okay with silence and stillness, stillness, space in conversations is something that I have come to appreciate a little bit mo- more because I think a lot of times I've noticed if you really pay attention or I, when I really pay attention in certain conversations professionally or personally, there are times when I I can tell or I I perceive that people are not really listening versus just waiting for their next opportunity to say something. (laughs) Um, And our culture, you know, it's very opinionated and opinions Mm. are, I don't even know, like everyone feels we're entitled to have them, Mm -hmm. but we don't have to publish them or speak them or, you know, there's, you know, there's just lots of opinion and opinion is mm-hmm. often conflated with reality and fact in ways that can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that often happens in haste. But my long, that's a really long way of, of me saying I am 
in a space in my life where I am thinking and being much more intentional about how I listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I've I've just become very keen on when it's like, I don't have anything to say to that right now. And that's okay. <laughs> yes. I'm okay with that. Not and that's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Let me ask you a question. Okay. When have you felt most heard? And what about the conversation made you feel like, wow, that person really heard what I said? Mm. Oh, wow. Huh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. When have <laughs> I felt most heard? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. I think, well, I can't pinpoint a specific time, mm-hmm. but I think overall, I feel the most heard when I have conversation specifically with loved ones um and when i express certain things when when you can feel when someone is uh receptive to what you're saying right mm-hmm. and sometimes you can go into conversations thinking that thinking something there might be a different outcome we had a whole, which I think we need to revisit, actually. We had uh, an episode years back about di- having difficult conversations mm-hmm. um, and how you can't anticipate or expect, you know, what the other person might say because it may not yeah. go in the way that mm-hmm. you think that it's going to go. Um, and you have to be prepared for that in whatever instance. Uh, but I don't ever go to my loved ones and have thoughtful conversations, like very intentional ones Mm -hmm. um, without really having my, my points, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like, not my facts and examples, but like being clear about what it is that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And so when that's, when, when I can tell that is being received, um, <clears throat> especially in a in a positive way mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i think everybody needs to bow down or okay. whatever i say yeah. that's a different thing but when I, when when i'm being thoughtful and intentional and going and i can tell and, and i can tell that it's being perceived in a in a positive way being processed yeah if that is when i feel probably the most heard because it feels like a productive yeah conversation which is not to be conflated with listening but so let me ask you let Mm -hmm. me ask you this actually before i go into that when do you feel the most the most heard what is at the top of my mind right now are the things that don't make me feel heard or like you know they're they're the things that come to mind when i know i like this person is not listening to me Mm -hmm. it's like to your point when, you know, have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you felt like they mapped out what they wanted to say to me? Mm-hmm. They anticipated my response and they're just like, you know, uh, they just want to say what they got to say. 
they're not really interested in hearing <laughs> my response because they've already made that determination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is actually a terrible interruption in the middle of this conversation. Oh, no, no, but as you as you're saying that, <laughs> it brought to mind. Um, not only have I gone into conversations feeling like that, I have gone into conversations feeling like that Mm. where there have been conversations where it's like, I want this. I hope for this to be productive and I hope that you hear me Mm -hmm. and like, listen to me. But I have also gone into conversations. Like I don't give a fuck about nothing. You have to say in response to what I have to say, which is not always the best, but please continue. Sorry. I just think about like, I can remember, I can recall conversations when like there have been indicated in like what what would be an indicator to me that this person is not listening when they say mm-hmm. certain like trigger words i'm thinking mm-hmm. about conversations that i've had with with men mm. when when they would say something like well you know women xyz or mm. like when when they preface or when when it is clear that the basis of what they're saying is a generalization or a presumption like when you are regarding me in a in a particular way because I'm a woman, not because mm-hmm. you know who I am or you're interested in learning who I am as an individual, that is like an indicator. Like, well, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter what I say at this point because this person sees me as a woman and women X Y Z. So that that is sort of what comes to mind when it's like. You come into this conversation leading with your preconceived notion about me um, when things are framed as statements, things that should be questions or inquiries are mm-hmm. framed as sort of statement of fact in a way. That is also an indication that, like, you know, I'm not going to be heard. Um, mm-hmm. And so conversely, to answer your question, the things that make me feel heard are when people... uh especially when I'm talking to someone who I have a close relationship with or I feel knows me personally, mm-hmm. um, when they honor that um, knowledge and draw from that knowledge and are more curious than the ben- give me the benefit of the doubt. And I would rather you ask if, you know, did you mean that? Did you mean it this way? I mm-hmm. heard it this way. Did you mean it this way? It was mm-hmm. it your intention. Those are the things, you know, when people know my heart, when I get the impression that you know my heart. Mm-hmm. And even if I have said something that was offensive or hurt your feelings, mm-hmm. if you if we are having a conversation from a place of I really want to understand what that was about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. you know, something happened and it, it conflicted with what I believe or what I know about you as a person. So let mm-hmm. help me to get some clarity or understanding about <clears throat> this thing that I'm unsure of versus you said this and you meant that and you, 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 and mm-hmm. you don't even give me an opportunity to sort of say, wait a second. Okay. Well, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, not that I won't take accountability, but mm-hmm. in terms of feeling heard, I want to, I want you to give me the opportunity to speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And and when I don't have that opportunity, then it's easy for me to get into that place of shutdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think what you're saying too is a lot of the disconnect in society. Um especially with differing opinions. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about differing political opinions that impact people's entire human existences. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about different opinions. Like, I like sugar on my grits and you uh, like salt. Yeah. You know, the girls uh, get real, <laughs> real passionate about You the know, grits. or something. But yes. I think in society... Um, a lot of people go into conversations with that mm-hmm. more of an accusatory, you know, and wanting to just make sure like my side, I just need to say what I got to say mm-hmm. because this is what you are to me. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure you know that. And I think if there was a lot more thoughtful, well, I, help me to understand. But then that goes into people not really wanting to understand. <laughs> so yes. that's a different conversation. And it's like so much <laughs> of our conversation. So like, uh when a lot of times in in conversations with people i find myself trying to assess the need mhm is this happening because this person just wants to say what what is on their heart do they just need space to sort of to process aloud um or are they looking to have to to engage my opinion about mm-hmm. a thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times in conversation, I find myself sort of saying, what do you need right now? Like how, mm-hmm. like even before we have a conversation, like when we talk, even it'll be like, or if I say I'm having a really hard day or if somebody says to me, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so upset. I'm like, do you want to talk about it, number one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, what do you need? Do you need mm-hmm. me to just be like, damn, you right, that's messed up? Or do you need me to, you know, process aloud with you? Yep. Are we looking yep. for a resolution? Or do you just need some space to just sort of get it out? Because mm-hmm. I recognize that those are two different ways and means of communicating and both are important because sometimes you just got to get it out sometimes it's just like this is sitting on my chest and I don't Mm -hmm. feel good about it and it might be wrong it might Mm -hmm. be offensive it might be selfish but this Mm -hmm. is just where I am right now and I need a safe space to just sort of say what I gotta say yes absolutely versus are we having a conversation? Do you want to hear from me? If so, what mm-hmm. would be helpful to hear in this moment? Um, and I think because that that put, that changes the way that I am going to listen. Um, and so that's one of the things I find myself sort of being intentional about uh, a doing like as mm-hmm. a practice. And that, that's something that was not a thing when I was younger. But right now I am able to, you know, because I recognize the dis- the difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> and where time. it can get you. <laughs> yeah. And failing mm-hmm. to acknowledge the difference has hurt my feelings. And not that the other person hurt my feelings, but I hurt mm-hmm. my own feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, we got to set some groundwork like we got to ground the conversation 
before we even have it sometimes. Yes. Is this a space where we are where we are processing something aloud? Or do you just need to say what you got to say? And it could be both. It could be like, mm-hmm. well, let's start here. And then if we need to, blah, blah, blah. But yes. that's something that I find myself doing in terms of cultivating my listening practice. Because listening is a practice. Ooh, say it again. Listening is a practice. It's a skill. And, you know, we all, you know, you know, those of us, you know, who have ears and can hear and all of that, you know, mm-hmm. that does not necessarily mean that you can listen. <laughs> uh, and that's a big, big lesson that I have learned as well. And there are times where I've had to say I was not a good listener. I was not in the space mm-hmm. to listen because I was shocked by what I heard and I needed to process that. So while you was talking, I was still over <laughs> here like, what the hell? And so, you know, you know, I got to be conscious and clear about that, you know? Yes. Um, cause I need, you know, so yeah, I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm gonna shut up. You're not, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're, f- I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's, it's, we do, it is something, it's, it is art and it is a lost art. Mm-hmm. I think we're losing the art sometimes. In addition to it being an art, I also think it is, it is, uh, an exercise. Yeah. Right? It's something that you have to it's You got to build it's a muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to build that with exercise and you have to be intentional about building it with exercise. How is that played is, out in your in your in your marriage? How has your has your listening muscle grown over oh, the course wow. of your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> so much like a beanstalk. <laughs> um we were talking about it in the pre-show, actually, yeah. uh, mm, where we I was telling Kia, you know, about Tristan's birthday weekend um, and had some realizations and some takeaways, you know, just from conversation that we had, um, had a good mirror put up in front of me. <laughs> and I think even in... Let's see, responding is not listening. You have to listen before you can respond, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and not every listening session deserves a response. But, um, you know, Tristan was expressing to me that he would love it. It would mean a lot to him to, if I if I put more effort into some of the interests that he has, right? And I was hearing him and I was processing that. And, you know, you got the spicy side of you that be like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. And then you also... <laughs> Girl, I don't <laughs> care. Okay, what? But as you're asking about the growth, you know, my, as I was processing what he was saying, I said, you know, my my partner in life, not trying to co-op, you know, language, mm-hmm. <laughs> but my partner in life is asking me to to show a little bit more interest in these things so that we mm-hmm. can spend more time, time together. together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that we can enjoy the things that each other enjoys in their solitude mm-hmm. together from time to time. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would I have an attitude about that? But I had to... 
I had to listen to what he was asking. Yeah. I had to process what that was before, you know, before I came to some sort of conclusion. And I and even in that, just taking that time, that offers a lot of growth to the relationship because mm. it shows that you actually give a fuck yeah. about the other person. You give a fuck about the dynamic of the two of you together. Um, and so both of us listen because I, I can see the difference of where we just needed to get some shit off, you know, yeah. when, years ago, as opposed to now where it's like, hey, are you in a place to receive this right now? Mm -hmm. Because people be in moods or they be tired or whatever. Are you in a place to receive this right now? Hey, this this thing is making me feel this way. And I, and I want to express this to you. And I think just us communicating and really taking in what the other person is saying has been so helpful um in our growth and in our in our evolution as a as a couple yeah i i you know as you were talking you know it's just what was coming up for me is like you know listening is really about learning it is about taking an interest in wanting yeah. to know or come away from a conversation mm -hmm. with something Mm -hmm. some some insight some information so that then you can have inform inform you, you can make informed decisions about how you proceed yes and absolutely that just makes me think of so many other things about i mean even i think professionally you know i do you know dei work mm -hmm. uh or you know helping organizations to think strategically and systematically about how they want to change and transform to center mm -hmm. equity and social justice in a way. And so the thing about reform is that everybody, you know, feels like they know how to do it. <laughs> and the thing about equity and social justice <clears throat> is people just sort of assume that, you know, I'm just going, of course I prioritize justice. But when you ask them like how, or, you know, what ways or what, you, what about your practice would signify that, you know, that's what people start to get come up short. But one of the things that if you think about the literature around what's required to change, what's required to transform, what's required to really center these values and principles, it begins with listening. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot ever aim to solve a problem that you don't first understand. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's really the first step. Folks want to say, you know, folks love to say they love to start with solutions. They love to... Oh, I know exactly what to do here. This is what we need to do. We're going to write that down. We're going to get our budgets. We're going to get our people in place. We're going to move forward with a solution. And it's like, well, sis, tell me, tell me more about the problem. Tell me why it's a problem. Tell me what, you know, you know, if, if we fail to listen, mm -hmm. then we really can only make superficial change toward yep. a thing. Uh, yep. If, you know, if there's a draft in a room and you want to, uh, you know, you can adjust the thermostat to adjust the temperature in the room, but eventually you're going to have to adjust the thermostat again. Yes. Because, um, you know, <laughs> adjusting the thermostat, you know, in, in effect is a solution, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a sustainable one. Mm -hmm. uh, if mm -hmm. we first come into the room with a posture of let's learn why the hell there's a draft in this room in the first place. Then we can make different decisions about how we want to go about addressing that problem. It really does begin with a posture of learning, a posture of receiving, and that mm -hmm. has application, you know, personally as well. 
Um, yep. I was telling you before, like, this is something, this muscle is growing for me with conversations with my mom. Mm. Uh, because I am developing the capacity to gauge what she needs or how she needs me to listen to her before I respond. Mm-hmm. And so, like, is this just you mad and you, you know, D-Dot done said something to get on your nerves and you just need to be like, girl, let me tell you what he mm-hmm. said. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Or do you need me to process this aloud with you? Um, because a lot of times, you know, in the past, I sort of jump right in with, well, girl, all you got to do is at the da 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 Yep. And she'd be like, okay. Like, I, I can tell, like, she didn't really need me to give her an answer or a fix. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. just needed me to be like, yeah, girl. <sighs> he be doing that to me too sometimes and it do it get on my nerves. Like, she just need me to <laughs> validate that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's okay for her to be bothered by a thing. It's okay mm-hmm. for her to be frustrated with the thing. It's okay for her to enjoy a thing. So it's not always in terms of like, you know, just the bad stuff, but it's just like, sometimes she need me to be excited with her. Sometimes she need me to be uh, proud of her with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when I'm, I am able to do a good job of listening with the intention to learn what she needs, mm-hmm. then we have a better exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that right there is the art of listening and the practice of it means sometimes I get it wrong, but, but I keep trying, black women women are supreme at carrying on 95 conversations at once and interjecting and everything, but then also circling back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now what were you telling me about? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, we we're just we're just great at that multitasking tool, but also that can't be applied in every single conversation. Yeah, yeah. you know sometimes you have to, and I and, and and you mentioned it earlier. Sometimes it's about asking that person what they need. Yeah, you know as they're getting into it. Let me ask you this: Are you looking for a response? Are you looking for me to just hear you? Are you looking to just to get just to get some shit off? You just mm-hmm. need to vent. Like you need some validation. Like tell me how I tell me how I can support you, you know, and what you're expressing to me. Yes, um, and that's a good way of honing in and really being able to see what somebody is saying to you, and just giving a fuck in general. Literally, <laughs> like, you know, like if you give like, a fuck you about care? the person you're talking to, yeah, like do you do, care? Like, <laughs> and if you already think. Did you know what I need? Then why you ask me for you? Like, hmm. Let's just start with where you are then. Okay. Since you don't really give one damn or a half a damn about what I think anyway. So let's just go on and get to what it is that you think we should do. Look, um, please. Uh, I, I, I am being very intentional about listening more. That's one of the things that I want to mm-hmm. prioritize for myself, mm-hmm. listening more than I speak and making sure that when I speak, it is substantive, it is meaningful, it is it is authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
gone are the days where I just feel like I got to say something for the sake of saying something. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. grown to have a great appreciation for silence. <laughs> it means something to me these days, girl. It means mm. something to me. Very much so. And 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 uh leading into what what has once been labeled awkward silence because it doesn't have to be that. It don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't Unless got a there was like a somebody just got their shit put together. And yes. then it's like that's an awkward silence. But sometimes sitting with your loved ones does not mean y'all have like if your love language and y'all's thing is running your mouths and it, it's organic then so be it but if you find times where it's quiet and you're trying to figure out a way to fill space that might be you needing to be comfortable listening even to quiet yeah you know what i'm saying oh that's when the best listening happens mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because even like in my prayer time there's so much of prayer time that we think is just talking but a lot of my prayer time is just getting somewhere and shutting up and waiting to see what the Lord has to say in response mm. um, and that can come in a lot of different ways but being okay with like listen <laughs> I'm just gonna sit right here until you tell me what to do <laughs> because I I don't got it okay I'm just gonna sit right here. I'm gonna sit right here, and especially and, when you don't always have the words. Like period. you have the feelings, but you yes. don't have the words. <laughs> very, very much so. It's like, and I, I, I said this to my therapist earlier today. Like, there's sometimes where I pray, and it's like, I'm so glad that God doesn't need <laughs> me to articulate what I'm feeling. Right. Yes. And it'll just be like, I don't even know, but you do. So whatever, <laughs> whenever you want to come through here and do something would be real good. So I'm Listen. just going to wait. I'm going to sit on down. I have myself a glass of water and wait for further instructions or just until I have peace about a thing. And it may come in an hour. It may come in 10 months. It may come, you know, you know, whenever it comes. But the best, the best listening. Because like even when you think about when we was on the cruise, just being outside on the water, Mm -hmm. taking a break getting away from things like all of these, these building in these opportunities to talk to God, but also hear from God that also cultivates my listening practice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because um, yeah, I mean, if we're not cultivating it, then what are we doing? What the heck? Do you feel like I listen to you in the way that, you need yes i i think we have grown in how we communicate to each other mhm um because i think that you understand that sometimes i need to process and sit with the thing and even in the times when you be wanting to talk about it right now and i might need a minute Mm-hmm. You give me the minutes. <laughs> you I'm give, a very get to it girl. You give, you give me the minutes. Um, and that is something that you know I feel like we had to grow into. Mm-hmm. And I'm also you know a, a processor, and so sometimes you know we'll have the conversation, and then three days later I'll be like, you know, I was still thinking about this, and I have this mm-hmm. to say now <laughs> because and you know you just give me space to continue because I. 
I don't always have my comebacks in the moment. Sometimes I got to really sit with the thing. Yes. And I'm not saying comebacks in a retaliate, retaliatory no, no, way. No, 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 no. But, you know, but just, sometimes I really you do need process. to sort of sit with, sit with it. And it's taken me a long time to sort of develop that patience because mm-hmm. uh, I, have, I have learned through making the mistake of forcing myself to respond before I'm ready mm-hmm. that that does not help anybody. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. Yes. I will say that, you know, you listen to me. You, you, I, I feel heard. Okay, good. When I communicate with you. Um, and, you know, I think it will only get continue to sort of get better. So that as I grow and evolve and sort of change and, you know, we will continue to sort of Mm-hmm. do the same thing in, in our relationship what would you mm-hmm. say would you how would you answer that question about about me and my listening I yeah I do think I think you listen I know we process differently yeah but I definitely do think you listen mm-hmm. um like you said the evidence is within our relationship how mm-hmm. we communicate um how we receive the information from the other person. Uh, and I, I feel, yeah, I feel like you, I feel like you listen, like you listen to me, like you hear me also when I speak. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, I speak quickly. <laughs> and so, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, Things don't, um, I'm also neurodivergent. And so things don't always. (laughs) No, but I know your heart. I know your heart. So So even if something doesn't land away or lands in a weird way, I'll be like, all right, we're going to circle back to that and we will get. Yes. And likewise, I know Kia, sometimes stuff will land away and Kia will be like, I. It will send her to a place. Yes, and, and she's and, and Jay watches me go because I'll still be sitting in this seat, but my mind is in the place. Like, hmm. well, all right. and it will go, and it will continue to go, and it will continue to go. I find but my way I, back though. But you find just, your way back, but I have to go. Listening. I have to go. <laughs> But I'm coming back. And I back. just sit there like, run, Kia, run! <laughs> I have to go, but I'm coming back. And I have to go. And I might be gone for a couple of days, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, when I, I come back, and then I'll be ready to just be like, all right, all right. It's true. It's true. And 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 I think that, and I think understanding, too, um, you're not always going to know the person that you're having a conversation with or you're talking to or mm-hmm. what have you, right? People who make music don't know the ways in which all of us listen to that music differently. Um, so you're not always going to know your subject of who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you do, I think also keeping in mind the way that you listen to that person based off of who they are, right? So, like, I know it might take you a second. Sometimes you know it might take me a second. But we understand one another. And it helps us to have a better understanding of how we listen to one another. Yes. Absolutely. I hope that made sense. It made so much <laughs> sense. Um, and I'm excited because I feel like as we continue to grow as individuals 
and our needs mm-hmm. evolve and our interests evolve and sort of like what we prioritize in our personal lives, you know, as we sort of evolve through those phases and changes. I've always appreciated the way that we adapt to one another. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree. Even like, you know, there was a time when I needed Jay every day. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to talk the whole time, but just if if I needed Jay to just be there while I was working or to mm-hmm. help me think through something or to even sort of help me process my day so that I can then focus on my work. There was a time when we had that sort of rhythm and cadence to our relationship. And then as life evolved and work schedules changed and you know, Jay had a baby and, and Jay, you know, all of these things, you know, mm-hmm. we have adapted our, the, the way that we engage and hold space for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. never been any static. I've no. never felt like, you know, oh, Jade is ignoring me. She's too busy for me or this or that. <laughs> you know, when, if there was ever an issue or something didn't land right, we, we've always been able to talk talk it through um Mm -hmm. because i think at the core we've just always been connected to wanted to truly understand each other's heart and heart posture and really Mm -hmm. be there for each other however we needed to be at that Mm -hmm. time and so i'm i appreciate that i just wanted to acknowledge that i appreciate the ways in which you you have let me figure life out you know likewise you know because i could be a bitch (laughs) (laughs) unintentionally (laughs) but more like not really a bitch more like a dick so i just think you know it's easy to sort of internalize well i i'll say for like this for me sometimes i am so in here yes that i am not even conscious of the ways that my actions are impacting the people that I'm closest to. And it's That's not fair. because I don't care about them, but mm-hmm. it's because I'm really working like hell to figure out what the hell is going on in here. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and that's just And honest. I think if you love somebody enough, you will figure that out. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just honest. Yeah. It's never like... I wonder if Takia hates me. It's always like, whoa, she must be really. <laughs> Try, it just be it's like, just it's a lot going which on in there. roller coaster is Kia on in Kia World today? I don't know which one. It's a big part. I've been taking myself a real big. Again, neurodivergence. But, you know, we, we, are, we are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, it's been, an, it's been a journey. But I feel like we are cultivating a listening practice with each other that Absolutely. that has informed how we listen to other people or listen to other relationships. And that's something that I come to value. And so if you if you want to cultivate your learning practice, you know, get 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 with your good good friend, ask questions, receive feedback. Listen. Uh <laughs> and, and own, you know, I have had to own when mm-hmm. I've acted in a way that hurt mm-hmm. my sister. I've had to own that. And mm-hmm. I had to tell her, I listen, I know I did that and that was messed up and I did not mean it. I'm sorry. And I will but try my best. But your owning comes from listening. Yeah. I will try my Ultimately, best and not, not defending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. taking responsibility. So I would also, I would also 
One of the last things I, I would like to bring out is that get in a let's get into the practice of expressing when we don't have the capacity to listen. Period. You know, because that's also a thing. It's a thing. Sometimes you don't have the capacity. I'm not talking about your friend calling you bawling, crying, and you're like, oh, sorry, girl, I just don't have <laughs> I'm fresh out today, sis. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Which I have mean, to find somebody else to do it. <laughs> it could be that too. It might, you might have to do that sometimes. <laughs> but that wasn't what I was referring to. Um, but if that's something that you have to do, if you got a friend who's calling you every every day crying, if it, and you're if like, it's every day, I, you can't. I don't have the now. capacity today. Now. Then that's okay. Second. But get into the habit of 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 being intentional about um, letting someone know when you don't have the capacity, because then you know it won't be a productive conversation. You know, and can we can we revisit this at a time when I'm in a better headspace? Yeah, let me sit I'm with dis- this for a minute. Let me sit with I'm distracted today or I emotionally I'm not in the best place to receive blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, whatever the case is. But I think being intentional about expressing even when we don't have the capacity to listen can be very helpful uh, in aiding relationships. I agree. I agree. I do. It's just honest. I think we can talk more about listening. I think oh, this I would this can be a broader conversation, honestly. I think we should. We should we should be more more intentional about growing as listeners, being better conversationalists. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, because I want to get into I we didn't even really get into to uh, get to get into um, listening and conversation because they're oh, yeah. separate. You know, mm. and the different conversations. Does every conversation but related. deserve yeah. a response? Does yes. every you know? So yes, we did, yeah. I think we should part to this. I'm I'm down. I'm totally down for that. And uh, I would love if folks, you know, out there in our uh, getting grown communities, if you guys have mm. insight or specific questions or things that you, you know, if there's something that we missed about this this engage this exchange about listening and how to be better listeners or how to think more intentionally about the art of listening, the skill of listening, listening practice, you know, mm-hmm. shoot us an email. Let's think about or ways that some we of can your, ex- your practices yeah. on how you, how you listen. That would be nice to hear from you all as well. We should expand the conversation. I agree. I don't want to hear what we missed because Oh. Now, if you want to hear what we should expound on, sure. Yes. But I don't want to hear okay. what we missed because they love that's doing a, that. That's an awesome <laughs> reframe. Yes, indeed. XD Thank you so lo- much. They love sending me an XD a fucking email. They're like, y'all didn't put blah, blah, blah on the list. And <laughs> right. I'm like, because the show's an hour and a half. It's an <laughs> hour and a half, bro. I can't get to everything. <laughs> you oh, know yes. what you should do? Go listen <laughs> to another episode and then wait for the next one. I'll talk to you. Yes, feedback received. No, we're grateful. We're grateful. Yes, indeed. (laughs) But yeah, let us know. um, And and we look forward to to circling the block, spinning the block on this here conversation about listening. You want to head into some black women's (laughs) self-care? Yes, spit in the block. We're so youthful. Let's head I know. (laughs) I'm just, it's giving. What is it? The Generation Z? (laughs) (laughs) Alpha. (laughs) This week's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company that should put all my organic girlies at ease. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Keto, no problem. Paleo, they on that. 
vegan, you set, baby, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals in general, Green Chef can handle all of the above because they offer a range of recipes to suit your prefaces. preferences. I tried to do a thing. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real, wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, but also support a healthy lifestyle. And you can see how many lifestyles they support. It's more than just satisfying hunger. It's about feeling good with what you put in that mouth. I'm really hype about Green Chef's new gut and brain health meal plan because it includes a delicious array of nutritious dinners, clean snacks, and functional drinks specifically crafted to actively support the well-being of your gut and enhance cognitive health. Talk about mindfulness. I'm a busy lady and my health has been a big theme on my 2024 ends list. So knowing I get to eat a meal like cobia, which is just a buttery, tasty little fish with lemon aioli, bulgur with artichokes, peas, parmesan and roasted carrots or harissa chicken with an apricot pan sauce. That balance of flavors. Hello. With a side of couscous with carrot, kale and raisin. Yes, raisin. This ain't the potato salad. And if you know, you know. Oh, oh, oh. I almost forgot the Southwest chimichurri pork tenderloin with a little butternut squash, kale, bell pepper, and cabbage medley. Then top that off with an herbaceous chimichurri and my favorite, a tangy pickled red onion. The variety almost had you forgetting these were formulated especially for your belly gut and your mind brain, didn't it? Well, Green Chef believes you should live to eat and eat to live. They want your food to taste good to the mouth and the conscience. Did I mention they deliver everything you need to eat the clean and easy way this new year so you don't have to go navigating those bougie supermarkets looking all lost? Comes right to your door. Nourish that body adi with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and have the nerve to taste good. Go to greenchef.com slash 60grown and use code 60grown to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash six zero grown with code six zero grown to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, darling. I deserve Let's talk self-care. I'm ready. Okay. I saw a wonderful movie. Ugh. Huh. I know which one. I saw Origin. <sighs> written and directed by the brilliant Ava DuVernay. And it was masterful. Wait. It was I a masterpiece. Such that it is my self-care for the for the week. Because let me tell oh. you, I was in that movie and I was so inspired. By the artistry, you know, the storytelling, uh, the imagery was so powerful. But just like as uh, ac- as a writer, as a academic, mm-hmm. uh, I was in there inspired, and I had like you know, I was like getting ideas. Like Ooh. it was, I don't know what it was, but I literally had my little notes app and was like jotting down things that were just coming to my mind. And it's been so long since I have watched a movie that has literally turned my brain on in the way yeah. that Origin turned my brain on. Huh. You know, the mark of an awesome storyteller is 
one who writes or tells a story in a way mm-hmm. where everyone can get something mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. The message of origin is so powerful and so true and so authentic and it is so resonant. Each person who mm. watches it will be able to resonate with it in a particular way. Mm. And it is a complex concept, but it is mm-hmm. it is presented in a way where regardless of your age or station in life, you mm-hmm. will get something from this film. Mm. And I'm not hyping it. I am literally telling you the truth of my experience. I was telling Jade about it before we started recording. Mm -hmm. And she asked me if she thought it would be too much for Noah. And honestly, no. Okay. I loved Origin so much that there was a little barcode at the end of the movie where you could donate tickets to kids and teenagers who need to see the film. And I donated 10. Yes. 10 tickets. Because (laughs) I was just like, whoa, we all need to be talking... We need to watch this movie together. We need to talk about it. Uh, And it made me like, I'd read the book. I'd read the book cast, um, which, which the origin is based on. Purchased it. Um, And it, and it made me want to go back. Like I'm going back to recast again because, Mm. um, you know, Pulitzer Prize winner, um, Isabel Wilkerson. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, did the things. (laughs) <laughs> she really did that and it is just such an awesome and powerful it deserves I think this is the movie that uh, when Ava presented at Sundance it, she uh-huh. got like a nine minute standing ovation mm. and she she talked uh, like as she's been doing press for the movie since it's been out she talked about how awkward it was cause you know how long nine minutes <laughs> is for niggas to just be standing and clapping no that's long as fuck but now that I've watched the movie, I get it. I'm like, you Whoa. see why? I too would have been I'm up so there for sad 10 I minutes. Missed that like, screening. I'm yes. so, I know it was snowing, but I'm sad I missed no, no, no. that screening. I'm I mean, ready to see anyone it. Anyone who, if you got you some time this okay. weekend, and I know the movie theater is is expensive. Mm. Girl, get your hand sanitizer and your mask. Go on down there and watch this movie. Period. Okay. Watch it. Okay. Okay. Ooh, watch the it. fact that you made it your self care, the fact that it like oh, incited girl. thought for you. Listen, I'm gonna show you. Look at my little notes, girl. I was in here and I was still, you know, I was driving home long. like, mm. like you know, I was like, mm, 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 that was just good and to another me. thing that yes, it was just like mm, that was good to me. I love. And my every sister bit loves of that. to take a note, but to take a note in the movies. That's that's Look. how I know that it was some shit. Oh, oh, those are not. That's a dissertation. No, I was in there like, mm-hmm. but it made me like. This is what I say. Like when we talked earlier about uh, on the pre-show about what's in. It's like mm-hmm. maybe like this is why I, I got to get back to reading. I, I've got to I've got to yeah. really start to prioritize and make the time to really read because it it sort of yeah. reignited that for me. So, y'all, let's go to and the And I'm origin. loving that that all of this is so... Because based off of what you told me so far, um, it also seems like it's timely yeah. with, world, oh, with what's so happening in the world right now. Um, and that's one thing, too. I, I do always love reading the book versions of, you know, when they make films. But reading things that also kind of... Not necessarily 
nonfiction, but just things that resonate with what's happening. I started rereading King Leopold's Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and between that and what's going on in the Congo and just the awareness that is being brought to us even more so that I feel like for a long time because we didn't have social media and because the evil powers that be have always loved to separate so that there is a lack of knowledge because then there can't be a unity. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just nice. And so I'm ready to read cast. I need to read cast. Oh, it's I just old. So, so good. And it is so important, especially in this age where, like you said, um, they don't want us to have this kind of understanding. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not at all. Not at and all. And so that's why it's critical, and that's why I say it's not at all too heavy for Noah. Noah needs it. And she knows what's going on. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we don't hide from Noah what's happening in the world because I want her to be able to, to start to fo- form her own informed opinions. You know what I'm saying? And be able to take a look and just be like, listen, these are the facts. This is what's happening right now. So I want to presented to you and then you process that how you will um i mean obviously with us talking about no it no so, no but yeah. you know what i mean like she deserves to be able to yeah. form opinions yeah and have understanding it doesn't need to be like this is not for kids in every so way. <clears throat> in every way in every hmm. way and i don't know like how the dates work in terms of like what awards this is mm-hmm. eligible for right now or this or that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Honey. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. I can't think of a movie that has impacted me in this way. Ooh. That's a good question. What's the last movie that impacted think. me like that? I have to, I'm going to sit with it for a little while and I'll report back. But in this moment, I cannot think of another movie that has impacted me in the maybe Crash. Oh, I forgot about Crash. I remember Crash you know sitting what? with me. Like Crash and Fruitvale Station. I remember those oh. movies like resting with me for a little while. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't I, I still don't even know if they turned my brain on the way that this movie did. And listen, y'all might see it and be like, Kia did a lot. But <laughs> I'm just telling you what. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it hit me. So listen, I welcome I welcome all of That's the same niggas who walked away talking about the book of Clarence made me think. Oh girl. Like <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started, please. We was kings. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you should have said what movie was it? Was it was it uh Renaissance? I just remember I went to see another movie and they played the preview for that. I think it was Renaissance. Probably Renaissance, yes. And just imagine me sitting there all ready for the Renaissance and they played that and I was like... So so you already know when I saw Book of Clarence, like, <laughs> when we oh left God. the theater, I turned to Crystal I said, Kia is not going to see that. She's not going to watch that movie. I just was in there like... <laughs> I said now you li- you literally popped in my mind I while I was questions. watching it. And I was like, she's not. I have she. I will. have questions. She would be incensed if she saw this. I don't think that. It, I just was like, mm, you know, just mm. <laughs> now. Mm, mm. I don't think it was sacrilegious. I um, I feel like I need like this is one that I really have to sort of. 
it is, I want to be open to the interp the way like you know, I, I want to give it a chance it's n- i'm mm-hmm. not completely like hell no but <laughs> i am i do have reservations i i need more I, get it. I need more than what i've been given i mean i'm not opposed to a little jesus fan fiction you know what i'm saying like <laughs> is that what it is is that <laughs> uh I just remember it, I did now. It was, I a little, it was a little biblical fiction. My friend Nina, when I was in LA over the summer, and and I went mm. on my first hike with my friend Nina. Shout out to Nina. Uh, she showed me the uh, trailer, uh, and both of us was like, um, "Does <laughs> Nina go to church?" Yes, both of us was she like, uh, mm-hmm. "Yeah." That's what I told Crystal. I said, I said, uh, the church girlies, I, they're not going to like this one. And I said, and Kia won't see it. And I can't uh, really, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't imagine you enjoying any Lakeith Stanfield movie that I have seen. He does give me pause. <laughs> I, I try. I just, see, I, really I know tried. you. <laughs> but I, I mean, I did see him in the, what was the one with the, the, the Black Messiah where he played the, the, the... Oh, I forgot he was... Yes, I forgot he was in that. I did see that. Um, okay, that might be the one movie I didn't walk away confused. I, I, I did see? see that. I did see that. Okay. But every other... And I even tried... What is that? There's that Apple TV series that he got. And I tried... I watched about an episode and a half of that and said, I'm going to have to let this go. <laughs> this is not for me. It is not. I did recognize, you watch Atlanta? Huh? Did, I did you watch Atlanta? I did. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, small doses. I can take the Atlanta little little episode like that. I can but but I tried to watch that. Changeling was like, I don't even know what's happening here. And this it's is the, just it's not the my films. Business. And I can't imagine you also like I actually would pay money to watch you watch Sorry to Bother You or Sorry Not to Bother You or whatever the fuck that movie is. I called. don't even know what that is. I know you don't and me knowing what that movie is because I walked away from that movie like what in the yeah. fresh fuck See now if you say I that watch? I know that I don't have no business even trying Which is why I would pay money to watch you watch that movie Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. It makes me think like with uh we see Passion of the Christ <laughs> My brother got upset wait wait when they was beating Jesus, he was in there like, I can't take this. I, I'm ready to go. I don't like this. And I was like, you ready? Because I will leave with you. But <laughs> so, I just like, it might be one of those reactions. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable. But see, Brian, Brian having that reaction, right? <laughs> it was like he was getting upset. It was like he wanted to beat the people on Jesus's behalf. He wanted to, he wanted to defend <laughs> Jesus. I don't like what they doing. Like, it was like, so, it's like, we know so, the story though. We've seen it. We know, we so know okay. what's going to happen. That was because <laughs> years ago I told XD, I was like, I was like, Underground got canceled. That was such a good show. Like, <laughs> I'm really sad that it got canceled. We know and the he outcome. was like, Jade, we all know how it turns <laughs> out. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You were saying Brian was gonna. I'm like, I love uh, it. Brian. You know the you know the story. You know. <laughs> I can't believe that we had that whole conversation about listening, and I didn't think because my brother used to say all the time, listening is a sign of intelligence. Uh huh. Hello. And, you know his coach. When we was in high school. His basketball coach, he was a gym teacher, our coach, Mr. Mayfield. He used to say that, like, when we was in the gym being rowdy and loud, he would say that to get our attention. And so it just mm-hmm. sort of became a thing. But my brother said it. I mean, and he and when he became a teacher, he adopted it. He would always say it. And, like, he would really mean it. So there would be times where we would be having a conversation or we would be talking and I would be saying something. And, and when I wasn't listening, he would say, listening is a sign <laughs> of intelligence. <laughs> And that's when I'll be like, okay, well, that is my signal that I'm not listening in this moment. So let me just get myself together. But I've um, had to adopt that as a parent because yeah. with Noah, I have to remind her all the time, like, it's it, it, there's strength in listening to what the other person is saying. And there's also strength in you saying you don't know something. Yeah, there's, <laughs> no, like, there's no shame in it, for sure. It's actually you're smarter yes. for saying you don't know something. Somebody Absolutely. will respect you more for saying, you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to go look into that as opposed to just talking flat out t- being like, <laughs> yeah. like, this person's full of shit. <laughs> so, Whoa. Yes, indeed. I'm going to steal that from Brian and your coach, and I'm yes. going to use that and warn her off and on myself. Because yeah, that, was, that was another thing we didn't get to get into, parental listening and how, mm, you know, because... That sounds like a whole episode, huh? That's why I said we've got to have more parts. <laughs> this might be a series. Uh, but yeah, we <laughs> are part. all over the place. Uh, what is your black women self-care? My self-care this week. I'm going to go back to Sunday dinner. Um, so I cook. I did not get to cook on Sunday because we were gone, but mm-hmm. I cooked on Monday. And I made a fabulous... Trinidadian stew chicken. Oh yeah. Oh yes, honey, arroz y gandules. Yeah. Um, platano and you know just an, a fresh salad. I mean, come you on. Know, I had you a, just some avocado out on Tristan's the side. Birthday. Some pickles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, just I was like, I have a taste for some stew chicken, and I want to make it. I don't want to go buy it. Period. Love I was that. quite proud of it. It was delicious, and that was my self care. I made what I wanted to eat. I love real light and simple this week. Real light and simple. Because I had a transformative experience at Origin, so we deserve Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. No, listen. Origin sounds like a Sunday dinner, and oh, I it was so good. Cannot. I remember Crystal coming back after they went to one of the screenings. Her and Asante. She was like, "Me and Asante wept." I mean, it's um, more than just like, whoa. I mean, <laughs> my God. Okay. So okay. much. So much. This might need to be a like middle of the day. I take myself to yeah. the movies movie. And there's such a there's a I won't I won't spoil it, but I was especially moved because there's an element of grief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That that was just like, woo, man. It's oftentimes mm. like grief reveals. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of your best thinking is revealed through grief in a way, mm-hmm. and and I've been trying to find a way to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is it it was so moving to me. 
because mm-hmm. while all of this was happening, there was some, there was grief. She was grieving the mm. author. Um, so it was just like, man, we mm. gotta sit. I want you to go see it, and then we're going to sit and have a, a chit-chat about it. Yeah, I think we need to... This might need to be, like, an episode. Oh. We might need to talk about it. <laughs> we might, because I'm not well. Okay. I'm still, like... It's still sitting with me, but... Okay. Go see it. Everyone, go see it. Let's talk about it. And if you want us to have, like, a getting grown conversation about it, let's do that, too. I'm. We can do that anyway, so... <laughs> I'm ready to see it, and then I'm ready to talk about it with you. It's be- the, like your your responses and reactions to it are really intriguing me. So, yes, I can't wait. And Ava always does her. She does oh, her good work. A genius. She does her good work. She uh, does her good work. Genius. She is. She a genius. is. Now, I wouldn't mind another pass at that wrinkle in time, but... <laughs> <laughs> I loved that book as a kid, and I was like, I just, my expectations were different. <laughs> it was, it was, it was not what I anticipated it would be. Just, you know, but I, but Origin, I heard, is absolutely incredible, and Ava is incredible. Other She's an incredible director. Yes, indeed. So, um, yes, let's Next go level. support a black woman who's a talented, talented Beyond. as fuck gifted beyond it was so good and we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it and if you haven't seen it by the time we do the episode well then you just put it on hold until you do come back around come back around circle spin the block see i'm still youthful i love it (laughs) well let's continue to stand on business and head on over to the petty peeves shall (laughs) we okay And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey All right. Honey, my honey. petty peeve is very short and to the point. It is a request. I don't need any further announcements, correspondence, musings, reflections from Kanye West and his wife. <laughs> I I wish to be liberated. I wish to be delivered. I wish to be set free. I just I don't understand <laughs> the mm. post. I don't understand the imagery. I just I just wish to be left alone. Leave me out of it. I don't want mm. it. Him and that lady can go on somewhere. Does she speak? Never. <laughs> Never. Um, she there was a post that I saw that Tyrese responded to. There was a post, oh. I guess like he posted a picture of her behind. Kanye posted a picture of his wife's behind. She had like a thong on. He made some reference okay. to like was it caught what I don't know. Coffee or something. I I can't remember. I'm messing it up. But it was some sort of food or beverage reference. Mm-hmm. Tyrese responded with a picture of some some black woman's behind. Oh no! And said like, "I like mine. No cream, no sugar. Some something." What? And I was just like, so. I I don't know what it is about me. I, I just. I'm having this visceral reaction to sort of the ways in which men objectify women's bodies. I, I didn't used to react in this way, but I don't know what it is. But like recently, like, you know, whether it's 
Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco waxing poetic about all the things that they would do to Meg the Stallion. Or, oh. you know, you know, <laughs> I just feel like this kind oh. of stuff, like, it's, 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 I don't like it. I'm like, I just, mm. it yeah. rubs me wrong. I do not mm-hmm. care for it. And it's like, you know, you just posting ass it's like you know these women have lives they have voices they have faces but all y'all care about are their body parts and i just am disgusted i i don't i don't know i don't i i i understand that this is something that has been happening for decades but here lately it's just like enough enough leave me alone (laughs) leave me alone <laughs> I I just don't want it, and that's my petty peeve. I'm grossed out. I am. I'm very much grossed out because these people, like all of these men, have daughters. Sure. Hmm. They're all not well. Also, they're all. That's not an. That's not a justification or an excuse. That's just like, oh, let me keep in mind that these niggas are fully unhinged. Ugh. The whole lot of them. Every name you mentioned is an extremely unhinged individual. And that's why I just want to be left alone. Like, I just... <laughs> I just have to... And, and, you know, it's me. It's I'm the problem. It's me. I'm unfollowing. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing. I am checking out. I, I, I am distancing myself because I don't want to put my body through the way that it's going to react. And these things didn't used to bother me. I used to just be, be like, oh, niggas are going to nig. But now it's just like, gross. And I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when this happened, but I am just outraged. I am. I'm, I am like, ew. It just rubs me wrong. I didn't even know about this Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp. It was gross. And I don't think people talked about it enough. I wrote, I did a post about it on Instagram because it was literally these men who are old enough to be Meg Thee Stallion's daddy. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Talking about all the ways that they would wear her out. No. And I feel like, listen, people are going to say Meg raps about sex and her sexuality. And I think that's, you know, listen, that's her choice. It doesn't give you license, though. That's her choice. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, and you know, I guess, whatever. That's her choice. That's her business. I cannot speak to that because that's what she wants to do. I don't feel like that justifies two grown men Mm-mm. who are, mm. who have children Meg Thee Stallion's age. I believe mm. like Shannon Sharp's daughter might be two, three years younger than Meg. Same Ocho Cinco got daughters in, in her in their in, in her twenties. So in their twenties. And so I just can't imagine. Could you imagine opening your phone or anywhere, hap- like happening across a video of these two men talk about Speaking into microphones on the internet about all of the ways that they will wear you out and break you in half. It's not like they say, it, it, it just it just was like a strong no for me. 
And I might be by myself. I I might I might no be I don't want to get too that. deep. <laughs> but it's just like you can count me out of this. It's not going to be okay for me under any circumstances. I don't want any parts of it. And I know that this has been happening for ages, but it's happening in a way that is being normalized that does not mm. sit well with me. And Meg Thee Stallion mm. can rap about all of the ways that she is going to spell her name and, you know, and feet on the bed and all of that. And that's her business. <laughs> but that does not mean that it's okay mm -mm. for you mm -mm. to say, I will break her in half. What? Out, out loud? Like, I know that niggas be joking about that shit and, and the group texts be saying all kinds of stuff. All the, And I get that. That's private. Those are private conversations. Yeah, it's private thoughts. But to publish... To publish that kind of stuff to me feels wrong. It does. Yeah. It does. And I might be prude and I might be a square. I might be corny, but I don't like it. I don't like it. And like you said, it's just that y'all are just both it's like icky. It's like uncle age, daddy ew, age to her. Gross. We don't want to really hear that. The, we don't want to know. Okay. That's the part that disturbs me, I think, mm -mm. the most. I don't want to like, hear it. Nothing in your own spirit says, this person is just maybe a a couple of years older than my own child. Let me just chill. I can and, have my own thoughts that I can And if some young man about was on the internet niggas, talking about my daughter in this way, how would I feel? First of all, fire and fury. Do you hear me? But I'm just saying, I like, if Shannon Sharp came across some young man talking about his daughter in that way, I'm sure he would be in the prison system. Yeah, he w it would be a problem. It would be smoke. Imagine Shannon Sharp be... running around, running across those words about his child. Yeah, it would be smoke. And I don't know, maybe it's because, I, you know, I, I, you know, I Meg is my niece. <laughs> I know. You know, with, we just have a special and affection with all. For her. Listen, I'm not saying that she is without flaw or that she does not that she does everything right. But Meg is my niece, and I feel like I got to be the one to say, "Get your nasty ass away! <laughs> like, get, get out of here! <laughs> Move around! Move the fuck. with that garbage! Get away from here! Get off my porch with that foolishness! I feel like I got to <laughs> say that off of my porch with that neck." And don't forget to leave when you go. Go! Yeah, don't forget to leave when you go. It's one of my favorite things don't, ever. Please leave. And don't, don't forget to go when you don't leave. Don't forget to leave when you go. Period. And get out of here with that mess. That's what I feel that, like I got to say. That's right up there with shut your mouth while you're talking to me. <laughs> you shut your mouth while you're talking to me. I don't want to deal with this. That's how I feel about it. And that's my petty peeve. Y'all got to stop being gross now. Ew! Have some shame. Bring Please. back shame. Please. With shame. We got to get shame back on the map. You niggas have abandoned shame. No, there's none at all. Oh. There's... I don't like You it. know what? That, I can't even call it... No, because that's just going to open a whole another can oh, of Lord. worms. And No, I'm going to leave it alone. Because... Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I had a petty peeve. And I... I have to put it to the side. Well, mm. um, <laughs> we'll save it for Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Um, got to be a paywall petty pee. We talked about it. You know, there's certain thing. there's certain risks that I'll take on Jaden XD that I won't take on getting grown. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. 
there. So you all can tune in over there for what my petty peeve was going to be. But I just recently learned about a lifestyle that. Um, oh Lord, I'm scared to ask. Oh, it's 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 different, sister. It's it's different. It's a uh, it's a group of. God, what do I call the individuals <laughs> um, who identify as animals? And so it's not really a petty peeve. It's more like a. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, no, they. So you ever heard of LARPing? Live I, action role play? Yes. You know where niggas go and play Dungeon and Dragons in the forest and shit? Yes. They LARP in a different way. Um, oh, dear. <clears throat> they, like, run on all fours and um, believe that they embody the energy of certain animals. Oh, and wow. And so, so their pronoun, like, somebody's pronouns are, like, she, her, and it. And... It's it's very confusing for me, so I'm I'm trying to understand it. But I was like, I just feel like y'all be pulling this, to, and then you try to like you make it a thing where it's like, no, this is my identity, and you are disrespecting me, and it bastardizes mm. all of the other humans and people that are actually fighting for. Uh, human rights mm. and not just like respect but like human basic human rights and things and so <laughs> that was this is I don't even know what I, <laughs> yeah I don't know I I wow this is uh it's um yeah you all go look into it okay. uh, theorians is what they're called and then they're what what are they called theorians theorians T-H-E-R-I-A-N-S, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is worth some further exploration. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And absolutely. Okay. Uh, and if you want to hear about it from a completely ignorant and and um, uninformed uh, side, then you can definitely go listen to the latest episode of Jade NXT. Um, <laughs> but here on Getting Grown, we are very, very grateful for you all tuning in each and every single week. Um, you guys support us and we just couldn't be more grateful. Stay tuned because we got our guest starting to return again next week. We have an awesome guest. Dr. John Paul is going to come and join right. us at the kitchen table. Um and it's going to be Love a good Dr. conversation. Paul. And we've got many more scheduled for you all coming up. So make sure you stay tuned for all of that, all of our news and things that are coming your way. And sister, take them out and tell them what to do. Make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. Mm-hmm. Always be careful and intentional about moisturizing your insides by drinking just as much water as your body can sustain. And yes. finally, you want to moisturize your skin. Why is this? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Period. A ta ta, toodaloo. A bye bye. A titio. <laughs> <laughs>
Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.